Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten. Um, it is Wednesday, May 5th, 2021, and a very quiet day inside the Big Ten. There were a few things that were happening. So let's get right into it, and we'll start off with the Illini. And not quarterback Isaiah Williams. Williams, who has been taking reps at the quarterback position for the last two years, uh, realized that it probably isn't going to happen there. Uh, With the uh, emergence of Brandon Peters, the Michigan transfer, and then on top of that, Arthur Sikowski, the Rutgers transfer, the depth chart continues to get deeper and deeper. And I think that in Williams' case, this was exactly how it should have went down. You give the young man an opportunity to play quarterback. If it doesn't work, then you can move him to wide receiver, cornerback, safety, wherever you think is possible for him to make an impact. And Brett Bielema said, hey, look, young man, the quarterback room, the depth has changed. We can use you in other positions. And so he will be moving on to wide receiver. Uh, I think that this was probably his ultimate destination anyways. I don't think that uh, when the next level was looking at him, uh, they probably thought, oh, this guy's a quarterback. Uh, they probably, um, you know, everything that I saw when, when Williams would get in the run the offense for the Illini was he's an athlete playing quarterback. And uh, you hate to put that moniker on him, but I think in this situation it was the truth. Uh, you know, you see a lot of guys make it and do well, and uh, there's uh, multiple instances across the country and, you know, in the Big Ten. Uh, most recently, I think the biggest one uh, in my estimation will probably be uh, Terrell Pryor uh, for the Ohio State Buckeyes, a guy that looks physically the part but never really performed at the high level you need. And, yeah, he got a shot in the NFL, but ultimately where did Pryor end up at? At a tight end wide receiver hybrid Uh, which I think is probably what he should have transitioned over to immediately. Uh, You know, and you look at, you know, a guy like Denard Robinson from from Michigan. Uh, Is he a quarterback? No. Is he an athlete? Well, hell yeah. And he was drafted in the NFL because of his athleticism. But does he have a, a higher ceiling as a as a slot wide receiver who occasionally takes handoffs in the backfield? Or as a quarterback, this one's easy too. Quarterback is not in the books, in the cards for Robinson. And, you know, that it's unfortunate because uh, when you look at it, you're like, well, yeah, the, the best athlete in the team is playing quarterback. But is that always, should that always be the case? Probably not. I mean, you know, take a look at Tom Brady. Is he the best athlete on the Whatever team he's playing for, whether it was the Patriots previously or the Bucks now, no, he wasn't. And he still isn't. And he never will be. But he's still one hell of a quarterback. So, understandable move here for the Illini, moving Isaiah Williams from quarterback to wide receiver. And, uh, you know, it, it does make a lot of sense to me. It really does. Uh, before I update the recruiting rankings this morning, uh, I wanted to hit on something that 
uh, actually my, my girlfriend brought up, and I appreciate her bringing this conversation up uh, during the NFL draft. And she asked me, she goes, so what happens to the guys that don't get drafted? And I said, well, they've got a few options, but their collegiate eligibility is over. She goes, I don't understand that. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I said, yeah, I agree with you. The NBA made their transition a couple years ago where players can pretty much go through the whole process. They can withdraw their name up to two weeks prior to the NBA draft and still retain their college eligibility. Sign with agents. Well, not technically sign with agents, but technically, yes, sign with agents. Yeah, you can sign with an agent. It has to be an NCAA-approved agent. It can't be one of those guys that just shows up at your door and says, hey, I want to represent you. That's not how that works. But the NBA has found a system, in my estimation, that works. And it works really, really well. And I think that the NFL and the NCAA should take a hard look, a very hard look at this system. Now, I get it. The scholarship limits make it much more difficult for the NCAA to do this. But what you're seeing is, is you know, in college basketball, you're seeing a guy, and I'm, he's my Big Ten guy that I continue to use, and that's Marcus Carr. Marcus Carr has said, look, Minnesota, thank you. I'm moving on. I'm either going into the NBA draft or I'm transferring. And I think that that really, really helps the athlete. I think that puts them in a position where they can make a decision as opposed to guys who go undrafted and, and, and go the UDFA route, which, look, some guys have to. Some guys understand that they have to start making money and supporting their family. Another reason why NIL would be supremely important if the NCAA were to push that through. But they haven't, and they're dragging their feet once again. Oh, and guess what? Hey, Mark Emmert, you're doing a great job. Well, you get a five-year extension because of the crappy job you've done. Oh, yeah, here, sure. (laughs) Still bothers me. But I love the way that the NBA does it. I really do. And I think that the NCAA, the football side of things, really needs to take a hard look at how the NBA has gotten to have this relationship with NCAA college basketball. Because I think the NFL and college football need to have that similar kind of relationship. I do like the fact that they're allowed to, you know, the agents. I love that. Getting real solid information. You go through the whole NBA draft process. And if they tell you you're a sixth, seventh rounder to an undrafted free agent, maybe you should go back to school. But guess what? Right now, you don't have the option to go back to school. And to me, that's unfortunate. To me, that's a, that's really something that I think that the NCAA needs to amend. I really do. All right. Let's get into the recruiting rankings. And uh, we've seen a couple of new commits there for a few of the schools. And so there has been some changes, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Ohio State uh, still sitting at the top of the conference. They've got 11 commits. They are third nationally, the Nittany Lions of Penn State. Uh, They have nine commits. They are sixth overall in the country. Rutgers still holding strong inside the top 10 with 11 commits. They are ninth overall in the country. 
You've got the Wolverines, 18th overall. They've got seven pledges at the current moment. Maryland, the Terrapins, with also nine commits, 22nd overall. So crazy seeing Maryland and Rutgers. Although extremely early, Maryland and Rutgers right there. And guess what? Brett Bielma is making an impact for the Illini. He's got them right now at 26 overall with eight commits. I love what he's doing. I love the in-state focus that he has. He's really making the uh, his group really about the in-state guys and then building out. And I love that. And that's something that I always was very critical about Lovey Smith with. And I feel like Brett Bielema understands. He gets it. He's a, I'm not saying that Lovey Smith didn't get it. It was just his philosophy. And I think Bielema has a different philosophy. And he's going to go to places that he can recruit well. And as the former Wisconsin head coach, he could probably look up and say, hey, I've got so many connections up there. I'm going to make some down here. And ultimately, I'm going to go back up to Wisconsin and start taking some of those guys too. So the Badgers got to be worried. Badgers got to watch out. It's Paul Christ. Hey, you better close those borders real soon. Uh, the Golden Gophers of Minnesota, they've got five commits, 32nd overall in the country. The Spartans also with five commits, a few spots below them at 37th overall. The Wildcats of Northwestern, three commits at the current moment, all in state, guys, 43rd in the country. And again, you know, Pat Fitzgerald, that's the next thing that Northwestern needs to do to really get to the upper, upper echelon of the Big Ten. I mean, Ohio State's in their own stratosphere. But when you're talking about the next echelon, you're talking about – I mean, you know, Wisconsin's in there, Penn State's in there, Michigan's in there. And what do they do annually at a high level? They recruit well. And that's the next step for Northwestern. When they start recruiting at a higher level that matches what the rest of the better, the upper echelon schools in the Big Ten do, oh, man, that is, uh, with their player development, they, they could be a sleeping giant. Pat Fitzgerald has... A hell of a program going on over there in Evanston. The Iowa Hawkeyes have two commits right now. They are 52nd overall. The Hoosiers also have two commits, a couple spots below at 54. Purdue also with two, 61st overall in the country. Nebraska, same as well, 64th overall in the country. And the Badgers, one commit, 75th in the country. That is it. That is it. Those are your recruiting rankings. One note on the basketball side of things, and that is Michigan's Franz Wagner. Like his brother Mo, he's off to the NBA a little bit early. This one's a little bit more of a shock. We thought Mo was a more polished product when he opted to move on to the next level. Franz, uh, good, solid. I'm not sure that uh, this is going to be the best move for him. I think that another year of school, uh, another year where he is, you know, really puts on some more tape. I thought that that probably was his best route. Uh, but you know, some guys they're just ready to move on. And Wagner said that it was a dream. Which you know, let's be real here, it's a dream for everybody to you know play at the next level. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think that he uh, he's doing this right. I think, again, at this point in time, go the Marcus Carr route. Uh, you know, put your name into the portal. 
declare for the draft, go through the process. If you don't like what you see, you can go find another school in the portal. You can have a little conversation with a couple other schools and say, hey, you know, uh, will you keep a spot for me? Can I go there? I think that's the way to go. Like I just talked about, the relationship that the NBA and the NCAA has is fantastic. And I think that college football needs to pick this up. I really do. But, you know, unfortunately for Michigan, uh, they're losing a, a big-time contributor in Franz Wagner, who is off to the NBA. And that will do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a fantastic hump day, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.